I came up with the idea for Simple Squares as this healthy snack that tasted delicious, um, but was also good for you. And I thought, well, maybe there's an idea there. Welcome to the Story Exchange, featuring the stories and strategies of entrepreneurial women around the world. I'm Colleen DeBase, an editor at the Story Exchange, and we'll be joined later by our co-founder, Sue Williams. Today's podcast is for all of our listeners with entrepreneurial aspirations. What do I mean by that? Let me paint a picture for you and see if this sounds at all familiar. Say you have a really great idea for a new product or service, something completely different than what's already out there, something you think could change the world, something you think could be worth millions, maybe even billions of dollars. But of course, here's the big problem. You've got this great idea, but if you're like most of us, you have a day job. You're probably working for someone else. And you're quite possibly in a line of work that has, well, nothing at all to do with your great idea. So how do you turn this dream you have into a reality? How do you even start? We asked Kimberly Dobbins of Chicago this very same question. Now, you probably have never heard of Kimberly, but you might have heard of her product. She's the inventor of Simple Squares, which you can find now in Whole Foods, Fairway, and a lot of stores you see in the airport. They're snack bars, healthy snack bars, not candy bars, and they stand out because they're square-shaped, unlike your average granola bar that looks like a rectangle. And they're very healthy, and as the name suggests, very simple. They come in flavors like cinnamon or more savory ones like sage and rosemary. Here's how Kimberly describes Simple Squares. They are all natural whole food ingredient snack bars. They are organic. They're composed of nuts, honey, vanilla, sea salt, pinch of sea salt, and herbs or spices. What makes Kimberly's story interesting is that just a few years ago, she was doing something completely different. She was working in corporate America at Morningstar, which is a big investment research firm that has this shiny office tower in downtown Chicago. Wait one second. She was making a very comfortable salary as director of global recruiting, but she decided to leave all of that behind, and now she's successfully making and selling simple squares, despite having zero experience, zero in the food industry. A while back, we headed to the Windy City to ask him really exactly how she did it. go to our website, thestoryexchange.org, you can watch a video we produced on Kimberly telling her complete story. Today, we're going to share snippets from that conversation so you can get a sense of how she got her product on the market. This is a story you should listen to if you've ever dreamed of turning your idea into a business, especially in a field where you have little to no experience. It's filled with tips, advice, not to mention a few mistakes. Hopefully, you can avoid those as you begin your own entrepreneurial journey. The story starts over seven years ago when Kimberly was still working at Morningstar. She liked her job well enough, but something was missing. I was looking um, for something more in my personal life. I was looking into volunteer opportunities. I was looking at resurrecting the acting career, library sciences. I mean, it was really varied. So Kimberly decided to do a little soul searching. She was lucky that Morningstar offers a pretty nice perk to its employees, a six-week paid sabbatical. So on my sabbatical, I decided to travel. I purchased an around-the-world ticket, and I made my way from east to west. So visited 13 cities, 11 countries, 
and um, traveled the whole 42 days. And part of the goal of this trip was really to focus on what I wanted to do in my personal life. Um, and all roads pointed to health and wellness. Now, Kimberly is a marathon runner and a triathlete, so she naturally has an interest in fitness. She says in her 30s, she started to become more aware of what she was putting into her body. So along the trip, you know, it was so fascinating and interesting to see what individuals were doing across the world that were either, you know, worse than what Americans were following in their dietary lives or in a lot of cases better. So when I returned, I decided to focus on health and wellness and I enrolled in the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in New York City. And that is a program that allows you to study all the different dietary theories around the world and use those to help counsel uh, clients in a holistic health counseling session. Kimberly continued her day job, but would fly to New York one week in a month to take classes. She graduated a year later in 2008. Right around that time, she started having a chronic skin problem. I was having um, really just these very large cystic bumps that would appear on my face and would last for six months and not go away. So I was really curious, what is the root of the problem? I didn't want to take antibiotics. Kimberly went to see an Eastern medicine practitioner. She had recommended I go on an elimination diet. And essentially that was a diet that was eliminating wheat, gluten, dairy, soy, and refined sugars from my diet. I'm a self-professed lover of snacks and desserts. And at the time, I had to eliminate all of that. So what I found myself doing was eating bananas with maple syrup every day, which I didn't think that was necessarily good for me as well. So, still with bumps on her face, Kimberly began working in her own kitchen, trying different concoctions. A cup of nuts. And finally coming up with a winner. Mmm, that's good. I came up with the idea for Simple Squares as this healthy snack that tasted delicious um, but was also good for you at the end of 2008. And my husband, uh, very stereotypical Midwest eating habits, very meat and potatoes, I gave him some for him to try and he liked them. And I thought, well, maybe there's an idea there. Her original goal was to sell Simple Squares at farmer's markets on weekends and start a little side business that would become her personal passion, a pet project, if you will. But that actually wasn't as easy as it sounds. Farmers markets can be hard to get into, and if you do, some require attendance with penalties for no-shows. So I decided to go to Plan B, which was the mass distribution. And that in turn led to 2009 when I incorporated and began the work to find a co-manufacturer. So that's the first part of Kimberly's story, and we'll continue in just a bit with how she got simple squares from her kitchen into more than 2,500 stores, including Whole Foods and Fairway. But first, let's take a step back and look at Kimberly's background. At the Story Exchange, we like to show how women from all different walks of life can become entrepreneurs. If you've never checked out our site, please do so. It's thestoryexchange.org. We're a nonprofit media company, and we do articles and videos about women business owners. I'm being joined now by Sue Williams, co-founder of The Story Exchange, who spent a day with Kimberly in Chicago and produced a video profile of her for our site. Sue, welcome. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about Kimberly and what she wanted to be when she was younger. I understand uh, entrepreneur was not what she said. No, it wasn't. So we met at her apartment, which is in this really nice modern high rise in downtown Chicago. And my first impression of Kimberly is she's very kind of typically Midwestern. 
you know, she's tall and blonde and she smiles very easily and she has a certain presence. But you also get the sense that she's very focused on the job at hand. We chatted about what she wanted to be when she was young and there was nothing entrepreneurial. Like many kids, she wanted to be an actress. Here's what she told me. Loved singing, I loved dancing, um, loved acting, but I, I did get this stage fright. And I'll remember in second grade, we had a production of The Wizard of Oz. And I, of course, thought I would go out and audition for Dorothy. Not only did I not get Dorothy, I did not get the part of a munchkin, but I was cast as part of the Yellow Brick Road. So <laughs> that was my first failure in life. <laughs> but it turned out great. Um, I, I was a proud brick. <laughs> she's got a good attitude. Yeah, no, she's funny. And she still acts today. In fact, right before her sabbatical with Morningstar, she signed up with an acting agency in Chicago. And she told me she just recently auditioned for a commercial playing a hockey mom for a local meat agency. <laughs> well, that sounds smart. It's a little bit of extra income as she grows her company. Yeah, plus she loves to act. So tell me about uh, Kimberly's background, especially education-wise. Did she study business? No, no, not at all. Um, she loves history, especially East Asian history. And that's what she studied at Wake Forest. And after that, she went and got a master's in elementary education at Boston College. And for years, actually for most of the 1990s, she taught kindergarten through fourth grade. And then she decided to try something new. Let's listen to a bit of what we talked about. And when I moved to Chicago, I was really interested in working with people my own age, try something different. I was in my late 20s, and a friend of a friend had turned my resume into Goldman Sachs. Goldman, I think, is a really interesting company where they focus on hiring people with core skills. So it seemed a natural fit. So you you go from teaching elementary school to Goldman Sachs. Yes. That's not an option. No. <laughs> no, it was it was interesting. And I became a generalist, so I was focusing in the HR realm on everything from benefits to talent acquisition to compensation. And as the years went on, I really found myself interested in working with people and talking to people every day. And I always circle it back to wanting to be an actress. You know, I think um, most actors, they always need to be on. And as a teacher, you always need to be on for the children. And in um, recruiting, you always need to be on. And so Kimberly stayed in recruiting for a long time, eventually going to Morningstar. And the common thread of all her jobs, including what she's doing today, is this concept of being on. Yeah, yeah. And right, and in entrepreneurship, you always need to be on, particularly if you're trying to sell a product like she is. Uh, so, Sue, any last thoughts about Kimberly's personality? Was there anything that struck you? Yeah, you know, I think she has this incredible passion for her product. It's a bit like it's her baby and she's protective about it. And she has this passion that all entrepreneurs need if they're going to be successful because it's just such a tough road. Yeah, it is. And it, you definitely have to have passion, especially in the early days when there are a lot of naysayers, too. So, well, Sue, thanks for sharing Kimberly's background. Oh, that's a pleasure. My original goal was to sell at the farmer's markets and have a great side business. But it turned into a, a career and lifestyle change. We've been looking at Kimberly Dobbins, who several years ago came up with the idea for healthy snack bars called Simple Squares and decided to mass distribute them. Now, when you don't know anything about the food industry, learning how to manufacture a snack bar while maintaining a corporate job that requires travel to Britain and Australia is not the easiest feat. 
a steep learning curve. I have learned more about a lot of things that I never thought I would learn about, things I had no interest in learning about. Um, and I'm sure as most of uh, the folks you speak with can attest, being an entrepreneur, you wear every hat. So learning legal, learning R&D, learning marketing and sales. Um, so it's been a really interesting road. And um, again, a path I thought I would never be on, but I'm thrilled that it happened. To figure out distribution, Kimberly did a little research. She found a food processing plant run by Landa Lakes, you know, the big dairy company. They were very nice, but they told her, we don't normally work with companies unless they have a million dollars in sales. But they put her in touch with a consultant. So that consultant was very useful to Kimberly. She paid him $1,200, and keep in mind, she still had her day job, so she had extra income for things like this. And he flew to Chicago and spent time with Kimberly at a place called Kitchen Chicago. It's sort of a shared commercial kitchen that rents space to people by the hour. Kimberly brought her food processor and her pots and pans so he could see exactly how she made her simple squares. Let's take our coconut. So that way he would know what sort of manufacturer she needed. So then he connected her to a manufacturer that was a family-run business in Oregon, which was actually willing to work with the startup. In early 2010, Kimberly spent about $2,500 on a pilot run, producing a whole batch of simple squares in individually wrapped plain packs. She had to put stickers with the brand name on herself. She had them shipped to a hotel in Anaheim, California, in preparation for her first trade show. This was a big moment for her. I left for the Natural Products Expo West show in Anaheim, and we had our first debut into Simple Squares, which was both exciting and, and you know, a little bit scary, but it went very well. Well, you know, it, I guess it wasn't as seamless as it, as it sounds. I've been interviewing business owners for many years, and most have a picture-perfect story about how they started. Kimberly was honest enough to tell us about what went wrong with her big launch. So at the trade show, she took a ton of orders for Simple Squares. That's the good part. But a short time later, there was, let's just say, a major snafu. So about six weeks into receiving our first set of bars, we noticed that they were starting to leak oil. So we needed to go back to the drawing board. And that took about eight months to really reformulate the commercial formula and get it right so that we were not having this issue. So eight months, that's a big setback. She basically had to start over. It was tough to lose momentum from that first expo. But Kimberly said actually most of her customers were patient. She called them up, explained the reason for the delay, and they waited. By the end of that year, with all of its ups and downs, she was ready to take a three-month leave of absence from Morningstar. And even though her friends told her she was crazy, she decided during that time to quit her corporate job and focus on growing Simple Squares. like to try some coconut goodness here. We'll fire you up a piece of square. I always want to be a part of going out and selling the product. You know, it's my baby. It's my passion. We've been talking with Kimberly Dobbins, who made a giant career switch a few years ago. So now, we want to take a look at whether that leap into entrepreneurship has been worth it for Kimberly. The short answer is yes. In 2011, the year Kimberly left Morningstar, she sold 50,000 bars of her simple squares. That's a pretty impressive number. But in 2013, sales jumped to 450,000 bars. That's because Kimberly started building relationships with regional distributors. 
Then she identified the big players, the national distributors that got brands into stores, and she targeted them at trade shows. She hired a broker to negotiate with them and get her deals. That's really driven growth. She's now in health food stores and gyms, Whole Foods and Fairway, not to mention a number of airports. She's even won a silver medal from the Specialty Food Association for Outstanding Snack. We wanted to be the big fish in a small pond, the small pond being the celiacs that could also not do dairy. Um, but we found was that we really had a much larger breadth. So our target audiences right now are primarily individuals who are gluten-free, people that are focusing on a raw and paleo diet, as well as individuals that are road warriors, people on the go, people that are looking for that healthy snack that they're not able to find otherwise. Paleo, by the way, is a popular diet where you eat like a caveman. Lots of lean proteins, lots of nuts and seeds, not so much carbs or refined sugars. Simple squares are definitely on the paleo diet. For Kimberly, that's the best part of being an entrepreneur. She's created a healthy alternative to a lot of the unhealthy snacks that are out there on the market. That's not something she could do at her old job. But even with all the success, it takes a lot of time for a company to make money. And in case you're wondering, Kimberly spent about $50,000 of her own funds to get Simple Squares up and running. She supported herself with savings from her corporate career. I was able to take my bonuses and really um, put them away for a rainy day, which I have done. And that's primarily how Simple Squares has been able to sustain itself over the last few years funding-wise. People say you need a lot of passion, but Passion can only take you so far. I think it's a nice underlying item to have, but you really need the perseverance and um, the tenacity to, to move forward. When I spoke to Kimberly recently, she told me, entrepreneurship is about 5,000 times more challenging than I thought it would be. But she's more than content with the choices she's made. And by the way, that skin condition we told you about earlier, maybe it's simple squares or maybe it's her new lifestyle, but it's cleared up. And her company's future looks promising too. At the end of 2014, she turned a profit for the very first time. I would like to definitely reach the five million mark in sales. Now, since we're into distribution, the goal is to grow the company and eventually sell. However, I may decide, hey, I want to keep this growing. I want to keep it under my wing. We'll see where the road takes us. Join us next time to hear more stories about innovative and inspirational women doing the things you'd never dream of. Or maybe you would. This has been The Story Exchange. If you like what you've heard, visit our website at thestoryexchange.org, where you'll find news, videos, and tips for women entrepreneurs. I'm Colleen DeBase. Editing help provided by Michelle Ciada and Nusha Balan. Interview recorded by Sam Shin. Executive producers are Sue Williams and Victoria Wong.